Race matters. 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 that we are broadcasting on unceded Gadigal land. This land has been in the hands of generations of Gadigal custodians for thousands of years before us, and it will continue to be in their hands long after us. It's a meeting place for sharing knowledge, stories and song, and we're privileged to be part of that storytelling today and every day at FBI Radio. I pay my respects to Gadigal elders past and present, We're broadcasting from Redfern right now, the birthplace of black theatre in this country and a site for resistance and resilience for First Nations peoples. We honour this in all the work we do and carry this into our conversation today. You're listening to Race Matters. This is a show that explores the complexities of race, culture and identity. Good morning, I'm Sharika Halaludin and it's such an honour to be able to do this work at Race Matters and every week the definition of what that work is shifts and evolves. We really don't take for granted the responsibility and privilege of getting to do what we do here. Having a one hour broadcast for racially marginalised people might be a given now here on FBI Radio, but this show has been tirelessly fought for and lovingly upheld um, many years before I was in this seat. And a very big part of this is because of a very, very special guest that we have today, Tanya Ali. As well as being one of the founding co-hosts of the show, Tanya was a luminous compass for the show's vision and growth in her time as um, executive producer and co-host and continues to nurture what we do. Tanya has volunteered at FBI Radio since 2014, now extending her prowess and care as managing director. She's a DJ and sometimes writer and Race Matters started out in a time where, you know, finding independent and critical and principled media was and in this moment still feels few and far between and everything we do is indebted in some way to the labour and love that she has offered. And our show today is just a big love letter (laughs) to honour that um, and celebrate all of that. Um, For some reason, she never got a final show way back when. Um, So it's a little bit belated and Tanya... Turbo Tam, Miss Ali, very <laughs> excited to have you here this morning. Thank you for joining Race Matters. Sharika, thank you for having me and thank you for that beautiful <laughs> and over-the-top introduction. <laughs> it was not enough, to be honest. Um, also joined by the one and only Darren Lasagas. He said he was leaving, but... Here he is. <laughs> I can never leave. <laughs> you never leave. You never leave. 
Um, thank you both for joining me. It's um, really wild to be sitting on <laughs> the other side of this little desk um, and literally like looking at two people who I deeply admire and have helped me um, be able to do the things that I'm able to do today. Um, Tanya, it's been a minute. How are you feeling being back in like the Race Matters time slot? Um like really emotional i think i i feel like i um it, yeah it has it has been a minute so i think i um handed the torch over to you sharika like what one and a half years ago now maybe yeah was it, was it's like almost yeah. coming up to two years yeah, yeah yeah um and and even honestly like yeah, I feel like um, Race Matters kind of had a little hiatus in 2022 um, when I had taken on the managing director role and just, like, didn't have the capacity to give the show what it needed. And so, like, yeah, I think uh, over since you booked me for this interview <laughs> slot, I have been thinking and, like, listening back to old episodes and, and just kind of taking the time to reflect a bit on where the show started and where it is now and um yeah I, I don't know it, it was such a massive part of my life in so many ways and now it's just a resource that I listen to you know week in week out and find so much solace in still um so yeah I'm I'm feeling a bit like uh I think a, a bit all over the place honestly <laughs> um about it but it's beautiful to be back here and um you know race matters changed a bunch of time slots over the years we were um used to be on a saturday afternoon and then um before that a monday afternoon but in its very initial form it was a morning show and so it kind of feels like a very full circle thing to be be here on a sunday morning yeah let's get into it we interviewed like some of the new team the other week and something that one of our wonderful new co-host tubes was saying with their um radio alarm clock <laughs> um they used to wake up to race matters and um be able to listen to you know these radical voices to start their day um for people who might not know and this is to the both of you Tanya and Darren um take us back how did this start okay so uh, it started in such a strange way honestly and I don't think I've ever talked about this um but Initially, Race Matters started in, I believe, April 2018 as a segment on the breakfast show, Up For It. Uh, and the idea of it was actually pitched by someone who wasn't me. And I didn't find out about it until I was like seeing the pitch because I was volunteering as part of the programming team at FBI. Um, and I was like name checked in the pitch as a potential host. And I was like, this is random. But I did like the idea. Um, and then it it kind of just started as a weekly 8.15 a.m. segment um, on a Wednesday morning where each week I would bring a guest in and we would speak, um, yes, for 15 minutes uh, on, I guess, like, obviously in such a short time frame you could only you're really only um using it as a space to pass the mic on to someone that we admired um 
uh, across any kind of creative field um, or even broader than that. Um, and it was, I guess, just a space to explicitly talk about identity if the guest wanted to, but they could also just talk about their work or whatever, like signal boosting, whatever they were doing. Um, and obviously, even before the segment even started, um, I had flagged that 15 minutes is never going to be enough and this just needs to be like a intro to the concept and it needs to have its own slot eventually. Um, but a few months in uh, to doing that and just having guests on every week, um, I realised that it was really weird to be doing it, like hosting it by myself and that it was really limiting the show um, because my perspective is only one. And um, Darren was a host of Wednesday Arvos at the time. <clears throat> so uh, I think you and I were probably talking about it um, a, a little bit and I kind of just started to assemble um, a, a group of people that, um, would then become rotating hosts for the show. Um, so I think that kicked off in August 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, shout out to that OG rotating cast of hosts. Um, yeah, Sarah Khan, uh, Ryan Clapham, aka Dobby, and Georgia Mokak, and myself. Um, yeah, I remember, yeah, similarly, like, thinking going into this, like, this is such a great idea, and after the first episode, knowing full well... Maybe not consciously, but that there was a feeling that this could be or should be or will be bigger than it is now. But I think, you know, uh, back then, even though we we're, you know, quite a bit of ways in our you know, radio journeys, we were still babies, Absolutely. like radio babies. I think what is so special and surprising and unexpected about a show like Race Matters is that it forces you to like, you know, rethink or reckon with, you know, the, the purpose and the, the medium of radio, like what's it for? And what are the structures that exist that would say that, you know, what, what structures are there that are making us feel like it's bigger than what this is right now? And, you know, time in radio is such a like, slippery liquiditus was that yeah, you know, like, um <laughs> aqueous. like aqueous like concept like what like you know we we look at radio as like 15 minute segments or like you know an hour show or a half an hour slot and it's like how could you possibly um yeah fathom what conceptualizing especially as us young like young people and uh, reckoning with the ideas of culture and identity and race in those confines means. And yes, it's it's a challenge. Like, it's like, how do you do that? Because that's a mm. skill that we had took, taken a long time to learn and to make effective because at the end of the day, everything that we do is for the audience and for the listener. How do we make things work for them in the format and in the guidelines that we're given? And I think those early days of Race Matters really, like, the learning curve was so steep. Like, it was like... How do you co-host? How do you chat about? How do you how do you distill all these ideas in like ten minutes? And you're bringing in a guest that you've never met before. Like all these things were like um, like crashing in and amongst each other in quite beautiful ways. And it was like such incredible early messy um, radio to be making, um, which is exactly what FBI is about. So I think it just like really bolstered our relationship with not only each other but the station itself. Mm, do you remember, like, the first time you <laughs> co-hosted? Oh, whoa. Well, yeah, I think... So, uh, I, I guess we did the 
breakfast when when we were a segment on breakfast we were all just um hosting weekly um solo because it was a guest and there's three people on the mic and that's more than enough um but when we i think in at the start of 2019 we moved into a half hour slot on a monday afternoon from 5 30 and i think pretty quickly from that we started to build up the co-host um kind of format as a way to be talking between ourselves and then also bringing a guest in for the second half um I don't remember when you and I, Darren, first co-hosted. I do remember, I remember the first time that Darren and Sarah co-hosted and it was just like magic and we were like, (laughs) whoa, this is, this is something. Unmatched chemistry. (laughs) Genuinely. Yeah, I, um, I mean, as with any kind of like co-host relationship on the radio, when you're a community broadcaster learning how to make radio, there are a lot of like awkward, uncomfortable moments. Um, because everyone has different communication styles and everyone has a different idea of the kind of radio that they want to make. Like, you know, Ryan is like comes from, you know, having hosted Sunset before and would just like have these chats and just have like a nice little instrumental hip hop track <laughs> like playing under his um, my breaks, which love. But I was like, this is this is like another side you of do radio. It differently. Yeah, 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 differently. yeah. I wouldn't personally do that. <laughs> It, it brings so out the best in Ryan, and <laughs> yeah. that's what I honor and I love about Ryan. Um, but yeah, I remember, I think, like, you know, f- um, co-hosting for the first time with Sarah Khan, um, we hadn't known each other at all before this. Like, we barely met, and um, we met in a run sheet. We met online, like, in a Google Doc, being like, hey, I'm going to talk about this. She's like, okay, cool, let's talk about this. And then on the third point, we are like, what should we talk about here? And she was like, let's just wing it. And I was like okay and we've been winging it ever since yeah. so um in a in a you know in a controlled way um so sometimes sometimes, sometimes. sometimes completely uncontrolled unfiltered um and i think yeah sarah and i became fast friends from that and um this show was the the, the ground for that like it was the foundation for that and um yeah it was essentially like you know replicating the conversations we would have off air or at the pub or at each other's houses or on walks and yeah putting it as i said before in a way that makes sense for a listener like involving the third person in the conversation which is our audience um and 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 yeah i think the conversation just grew and grew from then and um yeah it's wild you know tanya was thinking about being all over the place thinking about what this show has become and what it's been and I look back and I'm like, ooh, I don't want to listen back to that one. That one was that one was bad, or like that one was like, well, not bad, but just like not reflective of like what the show is now, and that is a great thing. Mm, yeah, if anyone wants to start a lifelong relationship, meet in the run sheet <laughs> yeah. for sure. It's definitely a way to like witness the growth and learning and connection that yeah is so much a part of the show like you're both speaking to um let's get into some music and i want to play an artist tanya who i feel like has paralleled the growth of the show but also maybe your journey here at fbi more broadly um i've chosen a track 
a track by Rainbow Chan, um, who you interviewed quite early on, I think when Race Matters was starting to, you know, upload a podcast and have those longer format interviews. Um, do you remember much of your time in those early interviews? Yes, I remember the Rainbow Chan interview so viscerally um, because it was one that I did solo. And so I used to host Monday Arvos and do that show and then Race Matters would come directly after it um, and Rainbow came in on a day that after both of the shows I was pre-recording an interview with Charlie XCX and so I was just like high like <laughs> on just like so wired and Rainbow is one of my favorite artists of all time I feel like I yeah she has marked so many really formative experiences both at FBI and outside of it for me um, and she was someone that we had wanted to get on the show for a really long time. And, um, but then it was also kind of, I think the first time that we had met in person or like ex spent an extended amount of time together. And then like, we kind of just became fast friends. And she was also like, wait, Charlie XCX is coming in after this. Can I stay? And she just, <laughs> she ended up staying and we filmed the interview on her phone. Um, wait, so, I didn't know that. That's so yeah, cute. It was, it was really gorgeous. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, and I actually think that chat was, uh, around the time that Rainbow had started to really explore identity in an explicit way in her music and it felt like a really great space for her to just dig into that and talk about it. Um, and it's an interview that I hold very close to my heart. Yeah, you should be very proud of that interview. It's a really gorgeous one. Let's hear from Rainbow Chan now. You're listening to Race Matters on FBI Radio. We're doing a little dedication to the amazing producer and um, brain and compassionate person that is Tanya Ali. Um, this is Rainbow Chan Heavy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why it's not working. That's okay. We can we can just vamp. <laughs> We're always yeah. learning here. Always learning here on FBI. Um, I'm trying to think of another Rainbow Chan moment that came out of um, oh, Race Matters. There's a you huge need to one. talk about okay. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Go in. So in that interview, uh, Rainbow mentioned Bik Runga um, as one of the artists that really inspired her. And she told this beautiful story about how she went to a Bik Runga gig when she was really early on in her career and she brought her a mixtape that she had um, fashioned like specifically for her and gave it to her. And Rainbow talked about it in this way where she was like a little bit embarrassed of that moment. But I thought it was super cute and we mentioned it and tagged Bic in um, the promo for that interview on socials. And then... Vic and Rainbow ended up chatting and um, they ended up catching up and now like Vic invites Rainbow to her shows and stuff and they've like actually spent time together and Rainbow's always like it happened because of Race Matters like <laughs> never forget happened because of you oh. bring us together okay <laughs> let's do a take two let's try and bring this track up um, and hear from Rainbow herself <laughs> You know 
Hey Tanya, it's Rainbow Chan here. Just wanted to say massive congratulations for everything you've done for FBI Radio. You are an absolute superstar. Your voice is so iconic with its beautiful, smiling resonance and the complexity and nuances you bring into the conversations on air is just so wonderful to witness. All the best for your next adventures and sending you much love. Hey y'all, this is Dobby here and I just would like to extend my deepest gratitude uh, and a heartfelt farewell to the one and only Tanya Ali. I can't believe, you know, that everything that she's done for Race Matters and FBI, um, I'm eternally grateful for the space that she holds for us mob and for POC everywhere across the country. The the conversations that we have in Race Matters have been some of the most fulfilling and most important, you know, contributions on radio that I've ever done in my life. And it's been amazing to be able to create and foster this family on the Race Matters team. Um, big shout outs to everyone involved, Darren, uh, Georgia, Sarah, and of course, Tanya. Thank you for, you know, continuing to do the work and we love you all. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hi, Tanya. This is Alison. I've been lucky enough to know an FBI before Race Matters and an FBI after Race Matters. And I can definitely say that the station is a much better place for listeners and volunteers knowing and having the show there. Thank you for everything that you have poured into the show, particularly in the challenging moments and in the lonelier moments as well. The show has been a home and a training ground for so many wonderful people and you laid the foundations and built the house and I hope that you never forget all the wonderful work that you have done. Thank you. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to Race Matters on FBI Radio. Um, If you couldn't tell, we're doing a little belated farewell for Tanya Ali, who helmed this show for a very long time, um, but we thought it was time we gave her some flowers. Um, We've got a very cute text in um, from Luke, who said it's an extremely wholesome (laughs) addition today, which does feel like the vibes. Um, Lots of gratitude and love to everything that you've done for the show, Tanya. If anyone else wants to text in, 0409-945-945 is the number. Um, we heard from Dobby, who, of course, um, started out with you all co-hosting the show, and the wonderful Alison Chan, um, who used to work on All the Best. Um, something that really stood out for me is um, what Alison said about some of those challenges uh, <laughs> of making this show come together. And without wanting to dwell on those moments, I think it is something important to recognize in what it takes to do this type of work. Um, What were some of those moments in kind of the crux of the show coming into being that um, I think were formative for you, Tanya? Um, Yeah, for sure. Also, shouts to both Dobby and Alison. That was very nice. Um, I think that 
the biggest one that stands out that, you know, we have taken some time to talk about on the show before, but still bears worth mentioning um, is, I, th- you know, the really long and hard road that it took to get a bit more time and autonomy for race matters on the FBI grid. You know, we were talking a bit earlier about how uh, when we started the show out, it was a 15-minute segment. It sat within a show that was produced and hosted by white people and so there wasn't autonomy, you know. We were... um, we were programming the guests and we were uh, kind of helming the conversations, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, we were being told to wrap up at a certain time or whatever, mm-hmm. even though that might not have been the time for the conversation to wrap up. And it just, it wasn't necessarily the safe space that we would were hoping to provide for our guests. Um, and that was kind of out of our control. So it just never could have stayed um, in that format, in that way. And I think we weren't asking for very much, but it became this massive thing that really shook my faith in the station as a whole um, mm. in towards the end of 2018. And um, while we had some really important backing from um, people in power at the station that eventually um, helped us get the slot that we deserved um, and continue to be able to grow the show. Uh, Yeah, I think that um, solidarity just wasn't always felt um, and it was, like, ultimately quite, I think, damaging for all of us, that that journey. Um, But we prevailed and came through stronger and, and I think it absolutely emphasised the importance of the show the whole time, you know, like, and the fact that, you know, sometimes when those kinds of challenges come up, it is, um, as hard as it is in the moment, it is also a good reminder that, like, there is power in what we're doing and we're speaking truth to power and you know sometimes uh especially in the early days I think sometimes with race matters it could be quite light and um like relatively chill especially considering what the show is now and the kind of real complex things that the show delves into um but even then it was controversial to people that uh you know, were really fragile about it. And I think that, um, yeah, as awful as it was, it was also kind of like almost validating in a way to be like, well, yeah, you should be, you should step away and be scared and like we will find ways to keep this going, you know? Mm, Yeah, I feel like as a listener who, I don't know, I consider myself critically engaged, um, but... I still would listen to Race Matters and um, saw it as a beacon. Like, I really wasn't hearing anything like it at the time. And, yeah, thank you to you all for, like, bringing forward that space. Um, Because as an audience, I think, yeah, people really found solace in it, like you were saying. Um, This is, like, I don't know, just, like, uh, maybe, like, very... (laughs) like off script thing but 
I feel like there are moments where like maybe people don't realize it can be like really hard to just bring this show over the line. Yeah. <laughs> and I have like definitely spent some Saturday nights at like 10 p.m. editing the show when um, maybe some other things could be happening in life. But like, yeah, just really like grasping onto like how much you believe in it. Um, and I guess for you someone who yeah became the EP and was doing some of that work behind the scenes like were there moments where like you just had to push through or Mm. like what um what was it that um was that allowed you to be able to do that I guess yeah I think yeah even hearing you say that I feel like that just brings back all of 2020 to me because that was a time where I think the show really elevated and leveled up it was also an incredibly challenging time for the world but also for everyone personally working on the show and it it felt so urgent to be making the best thing that we could make and getting it out every week on time but there was also a million other things going on uh and it took so much honestly um but I think what what kept me going is like a the joy that it would bring coming and being in the studio with you guys if if we could when we could um but also you know we did some um really beautiful voice memo episodes um quite early on in covid where we were just reaching out to um friends of the show uh to either speak on self-care or the food that they love to eat and i think like realizing in that moment that uh you know race matters which had been running for maybe two years by then um had created this community without us even necessarily trying to everyone who had been involved in the show in some way whether it be as a guest or as a listener felt so part of it and felt and and I think there were like you know um outpourings of gratitude around the existence of the show at that time um but also I just saw as the EP a real willingness for people to you know do things and get involved in a way that I just hadn't realized existed and that really kept me going I think because um it showed that you know even though sometimes EPing a show like this could feel really lonely um and when it it is ultimately you know you or a very small team of people that are tasked with getting it to air every week and if you drop the ball then it doesn't go to air um I think just remembering that still like with a show like this there's always going to be an ecosystem around you that want to support and want to help in whatever way they can and sometimes it's just about learning to ask um that was really really special Mm, I think stepping into this role the thing that was so palpable is the connection you all had like of course brilliant at radio and by that point really owning what you were doing at race matters um Darren why like how do you see these connections with each other um and how they paralleled those more challenging moments that Tanya spoke to on the show Mm, I mean, they're they're one and the same. Like, I feel like the connections only exist because it was challenging um, in new ways. And, you know, we talk about the physicality and tangibility of radio as this very special and unique medium. And what does it mean to split people up, um, you know, during lockdowns um, from being able to make that radio? And that was such a huge challenge for us when so much of what Race Matters was about was about being together. So we really did, like... (laughs) 
week to, you know you talk about the week to week cycle of putting a show together the weeks were like hard like yeah. really like you know drawing blood from stone trying to figure out what a show would be and then we would get to the studio and be like how are you yeah not great and then how are you also not great and then we would do the show and then after you know the hour we would be like that felt good mm. you know and it was always like that feeling of like we persevered and you know we resist and we you know, build something together whether it's off the back of a lot of prep or a little prep with a little energy something is still created and i think that's the magic and power of radio that you can still share something and and be left with something that um, propels you forward even more i think the challenge is like remembering that feeling or like holding on to that feeling and like you know drawing from it you know it's a cup and you have to keep feeling it kind of thing so um but that's the thing you know not to talk in like metaphors but we're all we're all filling each other's cups we're all just cups <laughs> constantly filling each other um and um and that's like you know we just need a jug at the end of the day so that's kind of the 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 idea that this this um this show is like you know um gets its power from and i think like and uh, one one idea that it gets its power from and i think um you know it's come through so many iterations since then and um so many kind of like pivots and um you know revised kind of like angles and that's because it reflects the community that we uh, broadcast to and that community is ever changing and so the show will ever be changing um so yeah props to the eps that sit before me who have brought it forward um myself <laughs> included um when i've been a big big baby um, <laughs> and um yeah just feeling like incredibly held and and um yeah seen and empowered by the show and, and that's because of the people that are in it mm. um one of i feel like the ways that you all filled up your cups was how much you lent on music as a salve for those mm. more challenging times as well um and of course each other and one of my favorite episodes which i think is the same for you tanya is when i think at the end of 2010 2020 um you and darren just like chatted about music and you know what that like reflected um like across the course of a really challenging year for race matters for making radio just in like the cultural consciousness more broadly um i'm gonna play a track um it's one by jamila woods which i don't know why just always makes me think of you tanya oh, jamila woods makes me think of you <laughs> I, I i feel like sharika and i went to uni together and i feel like i was starting like i feel like 2017 was when this album came out yes I think. and i feel like yeah there's just a connection in my brain yeah oh my god can i reveal how we know each other yeah because it's like pre-fbi yep. um gender studies 101 <laughs> at sydney uni where you like become radicalized or not it can really go either way Really? Um, and we were sitting next to each other and um, we had to like introduce ourselves and you were so shy and you were like, yeah, um, it's my first semester. Um, I really love music. And like that was kind of it. And I was like, who is this person? I really want to know who they are. And like in my mind, your hair was like, your bangs were like covering your face. <laughs> and I was just like... 
who is she hiding away? <laughs> and then fast forward, we also like finished our degree together in like that last ever gender studies course. And I think by that time we had had it. We were like talking yeah. back to the tutor. We were suggesting other texts. We were saying like, yeah, like I feel like had come into our own, I guess, like critical consciousness and yeah, just like as a friend, it's been so beautiful to bear witness to your growth and how much you've blossomed into, you know, all these things professionally, but also just um, the integrity and care you have as a person. We've come a long way from Gender Studies 101. Yes, we have. I don't even remember that. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> um, so the backdrop to that time was Jamila Woods. Yes. Um, so let's play some of her now. Give me today my daily bread Help me to walk alone ahead Though I walk through the darkest valley I will fear no love Oh my smile, my mind reassure me I don't need no one Woke up this morning with my mind Set on loving me With my mind Tanya, you really have done too much for me in my growth and the way I held space throughout my 20s. You created Race Matters and it ended up becoming the absolute highlight of such an important um, time in my life and you really put so much labour and love into caring for this space. So it made it so much easier for those of us now to be able to move in and out of it. And I'm forever going to be so grateful to you and um, the immense amount of care that you have for so many of us. Um, the way that you carry all of us, it's um, it really is something that's super rare to find and you were a really rare person. And I'm so grateful for you and I'm so excited for you. Hi, Tanya. This is Pranitha. Thank you so much for all your generosity and care, guidance towards the cultivation of a really thoughtful platform at FBI. I remember when I first met you and learning of your work and thinking it was so powerful at the time that someone who looked like me and thought like me, resonated like me, had been carving out space on a larger platform in Sydney and you really laid down the foundations for an arena that is mindful and intentional in the way that we choose to tell stories. So thank you, it's been such a pleasure to to very slightly work beside you. 
Sending you love from Sri Lanka. Hey Tanya, this is Johnny Lou from Saturday Sunset. Just wanted to congratulate you on the past few years with Race Matters and also to thank you for um, helping to elevate discussions about race to a platform like FBI. I know it's been so important for the station and the community and it's going to be weird not seeing you at the helm anymore and, and Darren for that matter, but I trust that you've left the show in incredible shape. So um, congrats again. Oh, what the hell? (laughs) Oh, we finally made this sweet cancer a little bit teary. (laughs) I hate crying in front of people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've also got some really sweet messages coming in on the text line. Um, Someone who loved that big Ronga story and all of these Race Matters stories. Thank you for spending the hour with us, Tanya Ali, and sharing some of those stories. And someone who's just saying bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Um, Of course, Tanya Ali um, is the Managing Director of FBI, so she's not going anywhere. She's still in the building, but you're listening to Race Matters and it's a show that she was part of for so long and um, never really got a final episode and um, I think it's important that we celebrate her today, Tanya. Um, We are coming to the close of our time together. Um, We have one of our newest co-hosts with us here, Tubes Anwar, who will ask um, maybe the final question for today. Um, But before they do, is there anything that you wanted to share in reflecting on your time at Race Matters? Oh, my gosh. Um... I I just want to shout out the current team and obviously Sharika, um, you know, Sharika has been executive producer of Race Matters for almost two years now and we've just seen the show grow in ways that I just never could have conceived even a couple of years ago, let alone when we started this thing in 2018 and the new team of volunteers, YouTubes and uh, everyone else are so incredible and there's just this like energy around the show and I think one of the, the my biggest I guess worries when I was EP and in some of the tougher times when I felt like I just couldn't do the show anymore was that the show would stop existing and I think Darren and Sarah had that too you know when like in the COVID days when stuff was really tough we like if we thought about us stepping back and like what would that look like and I think the fact that it looks like what it is now is just so amazing and um yeah thank you for everything that you guys do. Darren do you have any kind of last words on this platform of course they're not last words forever that you want to honor Tanya Ali with? Bye! No, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, no I mean this is such an incredible moment to like you know um take stock of how far the show has come and it's not i i, I rarely go a day um without thinking about some moment that has come of race matters that has informed or taught me something or inspired me or um 
you know, giving me guidance, whether I knew it at the time or not, um, for me to go through my day to day. You know, Tanya and I both still work at FBI. We're very lucky and privileged to have paid roles here now. And I feel like the way that we do these roles and the way that we approach the way we make and help uh, others make radio has changed so much. And we do it because of what we've learned on Race Matters and the, the process that Race Matters has gone through. And so, yeah, Tanya, it's been an absolute honor to be on this ride with you and to continue to be on this ride with you and i'm inspired daily by by you and um and really excited for the future that that is to come likewise (laughs) (laughs) um thank you so much tanya and darren and sharika if it wasn't for all the trials and tribulations you persevered through we wouldn't now as the new team have this space, this space that's been so, so lovingly carved out. We we cannot express like how, how, yeah, the space that you've created, how much it's allowed us to all connect, to feel empowered, to think, to share our ideas and our stories. Um, yeah, so thank you so much for sowing the seeds for that community to blossom so much um to finish on for the last um thing we'd like to ask is what will you take away from race matters and what will you leave behind um, i mean i think that what i'll take away from race matters is kind of what Darren just touched on like there have been an infinite amount of learnings from the conversations that we've been privileged enough to have from the team that I've worked with uh and even just like I was going back and listening to a couple of old episodes this morning and there were just things that I'd forgotten that we talked about that I was like, you know, this is something that was recorded so many years ago now but still holds really, like, true and prescient to this day. So I think um, there is so much that uh, I will take away and I can only hope that what I leave behind is kind of what you just alluded to, to just a space for those connections and those learnings to continue and grow and change and you know shift form um and I think that like yeah in the same way that I couldn't conceive what race matters would be in 2023 and 2018 hopefully what race matters is in 2028 is something completely different too and yeah that is so so rare and so special so thank you That is all for Race Matters this week. I'm Sharika Halaludin. I've been here with Tubes Anwar and Darren Lasagas and, of course, the inimitable Tanya Ali, um, taking stock of everything that you've achieved on air and, of course, so many things off air as well that um, become so much part of the fabric of race matters that maybe people don't know about but have had an impact on so many of us here um, at race matters um, the community at large you know listeners and anyone who engages engages with the platform and I would say um, you all have 
um, really transformed like what FBI means to so many people. Um, and yeah, truly indebted to all of the incredible work you do every day, but particularly through this platform. So thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Um, you can listen back to all of the episodes of Race Matters that we've been <laughs> chatting about today um, at fbiradio.com slash race matters. Um, before we hand it over to Aiden Cox with Unfell, let's do a final track. Um, had to do with our fellow Pakistani queen, Nabiha Iqbal, yes. um, who's an artist that... Um, I know it means a lot to you as well, Tanya. Um, do you want to announce the final song? Yes, Nabiha, I love you. Come on, Race Matters. <laughs> this is off her album Dreamer, which came out earlier on this year. It's called In Light. Race matters. 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 Race matters.